This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. You like that? One, two, three. You like that? You like that? You like that? Let's go, let's do it, baby. All right, let's go get it. It's playoff weekend, and we are ready on Purple Daily. Don't forget, tomorrow... We'll be live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel for Vikings Ventline, just as we always are. And uh, hopefully Judd doesn't leave at halftime. That's all we have to say. Hopefully Don't. Judd sticks around for the full Yeah, if I'm not bullied into it by my co-host. <laughs> if if they're down 38 nothing at halftime, we're going we're gonna to stay with it. We're going to stay with it. At least Judd will stay in the press box. Dex and I might fire it up if that happens. but Probably probably the most jacked I have ever been for an episode of Ventline. And rightfully so, obviously. It's a playoff game. We've never done it. Um, in the new format, but I am very, very excited about what happens and excited to talk to Vikings fans. Yeah, we've done a, we've done a bunch of, you know, the radio version for years and years of Vikings event line. Superstar Mike Morris used to be part of it. And Judd, you and I used to do episodes from the Lookout Bar in Maple Grove during some dark Leslie that was, Frazier. That was fun. Era. But uh, yeah, in terms of like the, the, the live YouTube format, this would be the first playoff event line in the three seasons we've been doing it that way. So we're... We are excited. We're going to make our picks here as we do every single week on this episode of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. TCL is one of our sponsors here. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, always stunning picture quality for you to watch Super Wild Card Weekend on. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Uh, Also, a shout-out to our friends at Surly Brewing Company. Be uh, showing us your cans on social media throughout the weekend. There's the hat. Rocking the swag. Judd is like a cartoon character that that wears the same clothes on every episode, either a park tavern or a Surly hoodie. I was was (laughs) once compared by a good friend to a Ken doll. What? his point was you you basically come with like two outfits. Yeah, that makes sense. Which you you could be dressed with. You're basically a Ken doll. You wear the same two outfits all the time. And I said, you know what? That's the greatest compliment that you could give me because it's absolutely accurate. What happened to your Iowa State hooded sweatshirt? Um, it got thrown away by Dawn. What? She, wow. Well, she decides at some point in time that things are now. I mean, I've got sweatshirts and like you know, I've got a ton of them, so I'm fine with that. But uh, I wore it and I wore it and wore it and wore it and eventually just starts to fall apart. And then Dawn takes it and it disappears. Is there not even a conversation in that case? Is it just you, um, go, you, you go to the closet to get your Iowa, hood, uh, Iowa State hoodie? It's not there anymore? 
if she deems it to be like, if it's in the wash and she sees it first, no conversation. Now I have <laughs> full disclosure, fish things out of the garbage. Oh, wow. So like I'll find, well, like not that's on like a bunch of old food, but like I will find some stuff, ketchup in there. Oh. I will find stuff that is um, earmarked to be tossed and I will then save it. But I don't tell Dawn. I just put it back in my closet. Yeah. You know, we had this the other way. I actually took a, a chunk of my clothes and put them in a donut because like a couple times a year we'll take stuff to Goodwill or whatever. And I had put stuff in a bag to go to Goodwill. Two days later, my wife is rocking a pair of my sweatpants and a hooded sweatshirt. I was like, wait a minute. Did, those, did, did Michael Myers just come back from what happened? I thought we brought those to Goodwill. She's like, oh, I, 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 these are fine. We can, I can wear these. That's her right, dude. Okay. That's her. Absolutely. I love that. Save clothes. Anyhow, that's uh, not why you guys came to this episode to listen to us talk about uh, Judd's used hooded sweatshirts. You came here to talk Giants-Vikings playoff game. So we'll make our pick here in just a few minutes, but let's start with a couple key questions about this game. I'm changing the questions a little bit for you guys compared to the regular season. Let's start with this one. What is your biggest recommendation for the Vikings ahead of this game? Biggest recommendation? I I mean... My recommendation, just from a, a standpoint of things that I'd like to see them control, is this. Put together your first complete offensive game of the entire season. I, I've talked about it before, but I think it's the most important thing because I don't think you can rely on this defense like to get great. Hopefully, they have a serviceable game. I think that's the fairest thing, right? If the yeah. Vikings are serviceable defensively, that's fair. But that doesn't mean that the Giants are going to be shut out. So. I don't think it's beyond reason to say that I think the Vikings have every ability to, but have failed for the most part, really for the entire regular season to put together a complete game. So score a bunch of points, um, be creative. You've got the players. So I really do think it's realistic to say, I want to see four quarters of offensive football that are complete where you don't disappear for periods of time, extended ones. That to me is the recommendation. Feed your weapons. You did the same thing against this team just three weeks ago. You got you gave TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson a ton of targets. They both went off. Justin Jefferson is a unanimous all pro that was announced over the weekend already. You got TJ Hawkinson, who was brought in over here to help kind of solidify some of that offense. Feed those two dudes. Don't be thrown to CJ Ham in the flat. He might be a secret little weapon here and there. I know we've been talking about Irv yeah, Smith being deployed. I like that. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Get you want to get cute with some things there. That's okay. Primary objective number one, two, and three is feeding those two guys every single time before we're looking for a sneak play with your fullback or your second tight end. Feed Justin Jefferson, feed TJ Hawkinson. Do not ignore them. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I said this yesterday too that offense, offense, offense. Just offense is your strength. Go score 30 points in these playoff games and let the chips fall where they may. Keep the gas on the floor. And uh, and so I agree with everything you just said. So go find your weapons, go play a complete game. But I'm going to give you a defensive recommendation. Watch out for Daniel Jones' legs. He has six games this season with 50 or more rushing yards, including four games of 70 or more rushing yards. Um, in a win over Jacksonville, he ran 11 times for 107 yards and a touchdown too. So... I just don't know about Eric Hendricks and Jordan Hicks being able to keep up with him if he decides to run, you know, eight or ten times. So could you see a Brian Asamoah getting a few extra snaps? He got 27 the first time these teams met. But 
My recommendation is don't let Daniel Jones run for 75 or 100 yards and have that be the thing that beats you in this game. Um, Next question for you guys. What is the thing that scares you most about the Giants? Maybe it is Daniel Jones' legs, but what's the thing that you're most on edge about as a nervous uh, Vikings fan here going into this game? Well, it's a combination, but I, I'll uh, give you the one player in particular. It's Saquon Barkley. Uh, Saquon Bar- Barkley ran for a 20-plus yard touchdown against the Vikings. He carried 14 times. He rushed, or I'm sorry, he caught eight passes, so 22 touches. I think he gets used more. Saquon Barkley, of the running backs that the Vikings played that I saw in person, Saquon Barkley was easily the most dynamic this season. Uh, he could turn on, on a dime. He's clearly fully back. Um, I got to think that the Giants are going to ride him more. And now the read option with Jones becomes more of a threat because if you're wrong about what they're going to do, it can create problems. So Saquon Barkley's abilities out of the backfield and also to catch the football and to create nightmares for a defense that doesn't need them scares me the most. Yeah, I mean, Saquon's their entire offense, but I'll go on the other side with your patchwork offensive line right now is Wink Martindale just going to blitz the hell out of that line and fluster Kirk Cousins. And look, Kirk held his own against the against the blitz last time these two teams played. That was great. But right now you have a center who hasn't played in five or six games, and even though he's starting to practice a little bit, you don't know what status he's going to have. Um, Oli Udo is being slapped in here as your right tackle, which is a clearly downgrade from Brian O'Neill. Uh, is Wink Martindale sending just everything at Kirk Cousins and he can't even get a three-step drop in or get that ball out in time, that's probably what scares me the most. Yeah, I would say, I think it's, yeah, it, I, I'm with Declan on this one. I think it's just sort of big game Kirk that's that scares me a little bit. Hmm. He has shown major signs of improvement. He's We've gone over all the data and the stats and where he's improved against pressure this season, right. where he's improved in the fourth quarter of close games, but... You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I know maybe he hasn't had some of the same rosters that like San Francisco has now that like Jimmy Garoppolo had a couple of years ago to get to the Super Bowl. But he's been in the league for over a decade, been a starter for like eight years, and he has come nowhere close to a Super Bowl in his career. And some of that's on him for just not rising up to the moment against the best teams in the NFL in the month of January. So it's been really interesting to see him take some strides this year that would maybe lay some groundwork to make a run. Um, As one of the commenters pointed out, I think it was Alex on feedback Friday. This is probably the best chance he's had. Maybe will have to win a super bowl in his career. Can he meet the moment? Or are we going to be sitting here doing the same thing we always do, which is like, well, he wasn't to blame, but like, can Kirk be the reason why you beat some of the best teams in the NFL? Can he be the solution while other things might be faltering around. That's that's probably my biggest thing, whether it's the Giants or whoever else they they may play. Um, let me ask you this one. If they played this playoffs with this bracket 100 times, if they simulated it 100 times, how many times do the Vikings win the Super Bowl? Mm. So the bracket including both sides of the bracket, which is actually my bigger problem. A um, hundred times. Is it more than zero? I was going to say one or two. Yeah. I was, I was going to say five, but even so I think you're that's, telling that's, me there's a chance. Yeah. Yeah, of course there's a chance. It's the tournament. 
I love the tournament, you guys. Like the tournament is seriously. When, when did when did the term? How did that start? I think it's an internal players coaches thing because they're the, that's the first the first time I heard that. I don't think was media. They do call I, it the tournament I, internally. I yes, think it's in the, the internal league. tournament. I've never heard of it until Judd started saying it for the last few years. I'm oh, I've heard it for oh, a long time, but I but I don't I don't hear the media locker say rooms. it much. I like to say it's a locker I feel room like thing I'm for sure. Involved. Yeah, like I mean, but I mean, I'm in locker rooms. I feel like I'm part of the, you know, I'm part of the tournament. I love the tournament. (laughs) It's great. You know, five thirty eight actually has the Vikings right now with a three percent chance to win the Super Bowl. That's probably about right. You know, the the Chiefs are at twenty six percent. The Bills are at twenty one percent. The Eagles are at twenty percent. Niners at fourteen percent. Bengals eight. Cowboys five. So if you play this side of the bracket, though, so let's say just to get to the Super Bowl. How many times, if you did this 100 times, do the Vikings get out of the bracket? So 538 says 9%. 9%. So one in every 10, basically, they get to the Super Bowl. I was going to say like 10 to 15%. Yeah. Because you, you're yep. going to have to, you know, you, you got to run through a bunch of good teams. You're going to have to probably win a game on the road against a San Francisco or a Philadelphia to get there. And, yep. and, at least two of the teams standing in your way beat the crap out of you earlier this season. So (laughs) you have to deal with that too. Um, Worth noting yesterday we brought up, or maybe it was Thursday state of the offense that the only two teams in the last 20 years in the NFL to make the playoffs with a bottom five scoring defense are this year's Vikings and the 2008 Arizona Cardinals who went to the Super Bowl. The Cardinals that season got smoked by the Philadelphia Eagles, like 48 to 20, and then avenged that loss in the playoffs. They beat the Eagles in the NFC playoffs. What you're saying is the 2022 <laughs> Vikings are those Cardinals. Could be. They, they, there's some similarities. I see it. All right. All right, let's get to the actual pick here. I'll give you a bunch of stuff from Action Network, and then we can dive into who we think is going to win and by how many. Uh, a shout out to our friends at Finch Home Solutions first for helping bumbling dudes like us around that's the right. house. That, that's right. And with, with Finch, it's about two things. I, I've been trying to contextualize this because I think the key thing here is it's about fun, which we all like, and safety, which we all need, right? So the fun part, Finch can come to your home if you're going to put a hot tub in. And they can do the electrical work there. And that's fun. You're going to get a hot tub. This oh, is yeah. fantastic. It's a, it's a fun house. Love it, it's yes. exactly right. Your house is fantastic. you got a place to watch football and drink your Surleys now. But it's also about safety because Finch can come to, to your home. If, if you've got questions about your uh, smoke detector, the wiring, things like that. And that's about safety, which protects your family, which is the most important thing. So Finch has you covered in all bases. And guess what? They have same day and emergency Services available to help you at any hour. Finch is also offering right now a free home safety inspection to all of our listeners. Guess who's coming to my house on Tuesday, boys? Guess who's coming to my house to check out some uh, some electrical things that I need? Because Sports Dad, Finch Home Solutions is, be sure, of course, to tell them, no, nothing's buzzing yet, but I do have some lights that don't work, and I want that fixed. Be sure to tell them that you heard about Finch on Score North because there will be special deals for you, just like there will be for me, hopefully, on Tuesday from our friend Cody. Visit FinchHomeSolutions.com or call them 612-357-2604. FinchHomeSolutions.com. Let Cody and his team put your mind at ease or pave the path for fun with something like a hot tub. 
Uh, hey, if you haven't jumped into prize picks yet, well, what better weekend than Super Wild Card Weekend? Prize picks is the easy way to play daily fantasy. You pick between two and five players and an over-under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry, and you can do cross-sports. You got the golf action going on. You got the National Basketball Association, NFL playoffs. You can even, um, yeah, you could take like Kirk Cousins over or something and maybe fade uh, Anthony Edwards or whatever. Whatever you want to do, you can make it happen at Price Picks. Use the promo code NORTH and Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. And you can help us out by telling them that we sent you. Check out the app or the PricePicks.com website. And also, if you are an outstate Minnesota sports fan living somewhere up and down 35W, especially during these winter months, it's kind of, sometimes it can be kind of daunting, if not dangerous, to be driving on 35W up to Duluth, Superior, Wisconsin. So um, the Northern Lights Express is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities area all the way up to Duluth with multiple stops and round trips every day. And this thing is shovel-ready. They just need to secure a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. If you want to find out more about how this project can impact your life in a positive way, or if you want to find your local Congress member and maybe give them a nudge, northernlightsexpress.org. That's northernlightsexpress.org. And stay tuned after this episode for a further discussion on the topic. All right? Let's do it here, boys. The Vikings are three-point favorites over the New York football giants. According to Action Network, 54% of the bets are on the Giants, so it's pretty evenly split in terms of tickets. But 91% of the money is on the Giants to cover that three Mm. or to just win. Some interesting nuggets from Action Network. Daniel Jones makes his first career playoff start this week. Since 2002, quarterbacks making their first NFL playoff start have gone 18 and 36 straight up and 17 and 36 against the spread and one. 17, 36 and one against the spread. Uh, last season, let's see here. 0 uh, 3 straight up last season, not including Derek Carr versus Joe Burrow, who both made their first start against each other. So they didn't count that one. So, you know, if you're a first-year playoff starter, the lights are a little bit brighter, which is something that I don't think anyone's really factoring that in. It's all about Kirk Cousins can't rise up in big games. Well, Daniel Jones also has a bad record in primetime games and has never played a playoff game. The under hits 69% of the time in Giants games since the start of the 2020 season, the most profitable team to bet the under. It's interesting. Then there's the magic of the sixth seed. Six seeds in the last handful of years are nine and one against the spread in the wild card round. So there's some <laughs> conflicting Giants evidence for you. Yeah. The Vikings' last loss as a favorite came over a year ago on December 5th, 2021, against the Lions. And they're favorites, obviously, in this game. I'll give you one more here. Only three teams have made a conference championship game with a negative point differential in the regular season. The 78 Oilers, the 96 Jaguars, and the 2011 Super Bowl champion Giants had a negative point differential in the regular season. So there's your data. Do with that information. 78 Oilers, Dan Pastorini with a flak jacket, man, playing the wow. Steelers. I, I love those teams. Earl Campbell. God, I love those Oilers teams. So he had his jersey ripped off. So yep. who Carlos. wins and by how many points? Okay. 
of course, because this is the Vikings, I think it's going to be another close game. I, I have a hard time, like it could happen, but I have a hard time thinking, oh, they're just going to blow the Giants out. Um, the Giants are a formidable foe. Uh, these are two obviously flawed teams. Six versus three is probably very apropos. Vikings are favored by three? Mm-hmm. All right. Vikings favored by three. Uh, the J- the Daniel Jones stuff I absolutely love. That's a great point. Like, if you were to ask me right now, who do you think sort of like crumbles, Kirk or Jones? I'd probably say Jones. Uh, first playoff game, um, he's more tricked up than Kirk. Kirk's tricked up, but Daniel Jones is massively tricked up. But the Giants will have um, 24 points, which I believe is the exact amount of points that they had in the game on Christmas Eve here. The Minnesota Vikings, they will have 28 points. That's oh. right. Get it ready. Wave the flag. You're going to the second round for the first time since 2019. Production meeting. Should we make these picks official and write that down for Purple Daily? Yeah, I think so. Should we do it? I think so. Score predictions. Yeah, yeah I did well, predict. Do you want to do I like did... ex- exact score predictions, or do we want to do these? I picked the Vikings to win and cover the spread on Wednesday, which is what I would like to be. I I would not. I would prefer to keep exact score predictions because it's just okay. Yeah. So this this is just going to be like through the playoffs. Well, or however long they last, I guess. Uh, the the exact score prediction as basically a touchdown prediction. Yeah. Right. Right. So if the Vikings win, Judd doesn't get a point. Correct. But if they win by the exact score, then he does get a point. Correct. Okay. Okay. Declan? All right. Okay. So one of these two quarterbacks who are terrible outside the noon slate mostly in their careers, Daniel Jones, 3-18, and 18, I saw outside of the noon slate. Uh, Kyle Brand had that figure that was also very incriminating the other day that we played on Purple Daily. So I do think this game goes under the total points. I also made that prediction in a separate write that down. But I will say Vikings win 24-17. Taking my Taking the under. Taking the under. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of a lot of things here. A lot of things here. Both teams know each other's tendencies because they played an important game against each other a few weeks ago. And so to me, it's going to be about who has a little something extra in store. We know that Brian Dable is very creative. I mean, hell, look what he has done with Daniel Jones is really limited. There's a reason why they're, they're probably not going to move on with like a long-term contract extension. This dude squeezed nine wins and a six seed out of, out of Daniel Jones. But it really feels like Kevin O'Connell has pumped the brakes on creativity on purpose since they won the division. I think KOC, I think part of the Sean McVay, like the smartest coaches in the NFL, the Bill Belichicks for years, the Sean McVays, even the Andy Reeds, I think they understand that the season is played in like three or four different chunks and levels. And every time you get to a new one, okay, we've gone from September, October, middle of the season now. Now we go middle of the season. Now it's late. Now it's postseason. You've got to have an extra gear. You've got to be saving things up or bringing things back that you haven't run in a while. And I, I think strategically Kevin O'Connell is doing just that. I think the Vikings win 31-23. to 23. That's right. Get the flag. Get that damn flag. Second round. Second round. Hold on. Sorry, 
And they make it to the divisional round where chaos will ensue because there's a chance the Seahawks might pull the upset against the Niners. As I predicted earlier this week, maybe the Niners are wiped out. It's loosey-goosey here in Seattle. I just want to tell you that. The local news all over Pete Carroll on a scooter. I saw him on a scooter. Players doing TikTok dances, not a care in the world. The wife has a crush on Pete Carroll. Yeah, he's a, she loves Pete Carroll. He's a handful man. So we'll see who's yeah, left standing like, with the Vikings in the divisional bro, round. Can the Niners get to the second round to face the Vikings? That's the question. We all have the Vikings winning. And we'll be with you tomorrow on Vikings Ventline on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Get your surlies ready, folks. Sweaty palms, baby. Sweaty palms for this. <laughs> see you guys. All right. Hey, everyone. Before we say goodbye on this podcast episode, We'd like to shine a light on a project that could be very beneficial for sports fans around the state of Minnesota. Uh, Maybe those of you who are looking for more convenient ways to travel up and down 35W all the way up from Duluth and uh, all the way down to Minneapolis and the airport. The Northern Lights Express is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities and Duluth. Four round trips every day with stops in Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley and Superior, Wisconsin. And um, Amtrak Vice President Joe McHugh in 2019 said the Northern Lights Express is one of the most shovel-ready projects in the nation. Just need the next step of securing a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. And so joining me now to discuss the project and the benefits are Andrew Johnson from the Minneapolis City Council and Jim Payne, the mayor of Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, Let's start with you, Andrew. Um, Can you speak just the benefits uh, to to maybe sports fans or people in and around the Minneapolis metro area if oh, we can wow. get this thing going. Absolutely, Phil. Well, the last time we had a snowstorm like the one that's happening right now just behind me also happened to be a Vikings game over at U.S. Bank. And I was out on the roads that day and saw literally miles of fans trying to get into the stadium, backed up. Uh, stuck in this icy condition, bad weather. And it's on days like today, uh, back here, you know, it's also on days like that, that you really can appreciate the value of a train. Just being able to go, show up at the game, enjoy yourself, have a couple extra drinks and get back home safely, whatever the weather may be. But uh, for all Minnesotans and uh, for Wisconsinites as well, who are going to be connected with here with this train, more than uh, a 700,000 passengers uh, in the first year just starting on day one with this project will be able to get around the state a lot more comfortably, a lot more easily, uh, and a lot more certainty uh, with their travel plan. Yeah. And Mayor Payne, from your perspective, as we sort of travel up uh, a couple hours up north. What makes this project so important from your perspective? Well, the fact is we're sports fans too here in Sapphire, Wisconsin, and uh, we live in a pretty unique community when it comes to our fan loyalties. Uh, I, I am very loyal to the state of Wisconsin, but Green Bay and Milwaukee are a very long way away, and Minneapolis and St. Paul are not. But uh, as the counselor pointed out, Uh, It's tough to get there. One of the most dangerous things in Minnesota, bar none, is still uh, Highway 35. It's dangerous to drive all four seasons of the year. And in the winter, he's right, blizzards become more dangerous than hurricanes and tornadoes combined. Vikings play in the winter. Uh, But you know what? It's fun to go see the Twins, too. And uh, even 
if we don't want to have a couple extra drinks, let's be real. We're from Wisconsin. That's likely to happen. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it, it's just a hassle to have to figure out parking, to, to spend the gas money, uh, uh, to dedicate those extra couple hours where you're just in the car dealing with the stress of traffic. Uh, you need more planning. Uh, it's just fun to go down there, not worry about it, and celebrate the game the whole time. What this project offers is something like a two-hour tailgate. Yeah. I would also think, too, like college students, either you know, commuting holidays, whatever it is, from Duluth, Minneapolis, see family, makes it more convenient. Uh, in the last minute here, I'll start with Andrew. Maybe both of you can answer questions about. So it's it's considered a shovel-ready project, need the funding. Can you speak to cost, funding, and also timeline once the shovels potentially do hit the ground? Absolutely. Well, our most recent updates on uh, the cost is about $85 million from the state of Minnesota. Now, that will go up a little bit with the inflation that we've seen across every project, so we're getting updated numbers. But the important thing to note on that is that we have a four-to-one match with the federal government. So the funds are available, ready for us to just get as a state and we can get uh, four times that from the Fed. So that's about $425 million. And uh, this is that money is going for upgrading railroad crossings across the whole corridor. So you're going to see benefits not just for riders of the train. And we really call it shovel ready because you don't really need to lay down a uh, new track. We have track all along the route that can be used today as well. So this isn't. Uh, like what you're seeing with Southwest Light Rail or some of these other projects where it seems like the timeline keeps getting stretched out. This is a pretty quick uh, start to finish project once the funding's in place. Yeah, Andrew's right. There, there really aren't any shovels that necessary. It's every part of this project already exists. The, the cars exist, the track exists, Amtrak exists and is ready to operate this. It's a matter of committing to the funding for this year and the years to come. Uh, the sitting governors of Minnesota and Wisconsin will be seeing the Packer Viking game together on this train. Yes. Um, and I should mention for the audience, too, you can find your local congress member, legislator. Uh, if you want to send a message, northernlightsexpress.org, northernlightsexpress.org. Uh, any any final words to uh, to the Minnesota sports fans, the, I guess the, the Midwest sports fans listening to this or watching this right now? We'll see you in the playoffs. Oh, Skull Vikes. Can't wait. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you both for coming on. And again, uh, the website is northernlightsexpress.org if you're interested in more information.